Hi, I'm Sarah Harden. I'm Melissa Coston. And I'm Cameron Sargent. We're part of Dr. Boudreaux's Honors Research and Writing class, and we're going to be talking about the optimism of college students today. So first things first, we'll tell you guys a little bit about ourselves. I am a computer science major. I'm a freshman. I primarily chose this major just because the field is continuing to grow and there's a lot of money in it. Uh, I'm a biology general track major, which is weird because most people here are pre-med, but I just kind of like the open field of biology. There's a lot you can do with it. So it's something that I've always wanted to do since I was little because I like animals. So, yeah. And I decided to go in the occupational therapy route because I've always been interested in mental disorders and um, people with special needs, not necessarily the geriatric side, but the special needs aspect of it. I feel like I could definitely stay in that field for the rest of my life. There's good money in it, and um, it interests me. According to an article published by the U.S. News, the most sought-after college degrees are accounting, computer science, business administration, and mechanical engineering. It's mainly because these fields are continuing to grow and that's where the money is. A lot of people that I've talked to at McKendry University, which is where we all attend, um, said their parents pushed them to find degrees or find majors where they can get money. They said, definitely find something that you love and find something that you can do for the rest of your life or interests you that you can expand on but don't pick something that's not going to get you any money um, and I think a lot of the reason is because of the college debt that um, students find themselves getting into after they can finish their four years or even um, grad school well it's really hard because like even you can go through this this basic bachelor's degree or whatever you're going after and even after you have that sort of like certification it doesn't guarantee you anything in the real world afterwards so you come out with all this debt thousands and thousands of dollars and if you can't find a job then what do you do because yeah you could have a biology degree but if you can't get into a field like a lot of times they higher up jobs will require you to have previous experience but how do you do that when you've been in college you know unless you can get internships or something so it's kind of like it's almost like a paradox like you can't get a job without experience but I don't know you're kind of stuck <laughs> yeah and along with that whole like you you come out with so many college loans that if you can't find a job you're like you have nothing going for you on average, it takes about 21 years for someone with just a bachelor's degree to pay back their financial loans at, on a federal level, according to the U.S. News and World Report. So they're basically, once you get out of school, if you can't find a job, you're stuck. And it pretty much messes with you financially for the rest of your life. And I think a lot of people have this mindset that they, when they go to college, they're going to find something, which is why a lot of people s seem so optimistic about where they're going with their life like college is going to get them a degree which is going to get them a job and with McKendry there's a 95 job placement right or rate and if you're a graduate like went to grad school then you have a 99 percent placement rate within a job but a lot of times people the first job that they get isn't isn't the job that they have for the rest of their life or isn't even in the field that they have for the rest of their life so I think students currently are so optimistic like I will get a job but 
we don't really understand that it may not be the job for the rest of their life. They may be placed into something, but it won't be where they are forever. Right. <laughs> Most people even end up changing their major two or three times throughout their entire college career. And for a lot of students, it's really stressful to find classes that either fit in their time squad schedule and even if they're doing a sport like I'm playing lacrosse I know I have to schedule all of my classes around my practice times and really know my schedule to find out what classes I'm going to be missing if I have a tournament away um, on a weekend and have to leave school either on a Thursday or a Friday or get back late on a Monday night or something like that so I really have to be on top of what classes I'm taking and if I can't get a specific either gen ed or class for my major, I need to contact that teacher and see if I can get it into another time. Yeah, you pretty much have to be an advocate for yourself. If you're not going to try and, like, make your future better, then no one else is going to try. And I know, like, being in a STEM field, especially with biology, there's a lot of labs that you have to take, and they're only offered certain times, and they're, like, I think all of mine so far have been three hours. Yeah, a lot of my labs are three hours long. Yeah, And that takes a lot of either homework time, dinner time, lunch time. Right, and it's really hard to, like, schedule that in to begin with because you have to take care of all your other classes. And especially now that I'm in my second year and I'm almost a semester ahead, I'm getting more into my actual, like, upper-level courses. So they're offered, like, in specific blocks or only a specific semester so and I have to take it's not like them. a gen ed class where right. there's a million offers a million teachers it's literally like one or two class times yeah. and they're all like that so it's really hard to make sure that everything's working properly especially when you can't afford to be like pushed back in graduation time because you have to be able to get out of here you know and it costs more money to stay here longer but that's typical of any kind of college education like I honestly feel like college is one of the most stressful times of your life because you don't know what's going to happen after. And right now, like, yeah, we're going through school and stuff, but the amount of homework and the like, amount of time we've committed to our sports and any extracurriculars, like, it takes a toll on you. And it's hard to be optimistic when you're just tired all the time from everything you have going on. A lot of people I've talked to, it's their freshman year. I'm a freshman, and they say, only three and a half more years like we're almost out but the thing is we just started and we're not in the upper level classes yet we don't we're not having to really push ourselves and I know a lot of my friends and I are stressed out because this is the first year we've had to do really everything on our own and Mm -hmm. I know this first semester kind of it was a culture shock it was different than everything that I've ever done and I came in with a positive attitude I said got myself a planner for the first time ever I wrote all my stuff down I got a giant calendar for my room and I writing all my assignments writing all my work it was still stressful because I know I have tons of other scholarships I need to keep a certain GPA for I need certain requirements for other scholarships and I need to keep up with my sports scholarships so keeping practice and with being a student athlete I think is one of the biggest tolls or band or show choir like Cameron you're in it we have to juggle everything on our plates and it's really exciting like first getting here and like wow I'm playing a sport in college and I'm also going to get a degree I'm going to do what I love for the rest of my life and then halfway through your all your assignments and sports and staying up until two o'clock in the morning and having to wake up at 6 a.m. for conditioning the next day 
that entire time we were like what did i actually get myself into yeah and i know a lot of people are like well you could just stop being a student athlete but if that's what you love you can't just take it away and these are our last four years right especially when you're getting scholarships for it and it's something that you're passionate about that gives you a little bit of like escape from the schoolwork it's just like there's certain things that you need in college and a lot of people don't realize that Plus, going to a liberal arts school like this, they expect you to be involved in multiple things. Like, they want you to kind of get out there and experience new stuff and do all sorts of different activities so you can kind of be, like, this diverse bundle of everything, you know? So they want you to be, like, be the athlete, be in the fine arts, like, join clubs and stuff. But then it's like, well, we already don't have time, so how do you keep doing that but it also looks good if you're applying to grad school if you're if you have different activities and like you have things where you're able to show leadership like if you're in student government or whatever so it's kind of a battle of like how should I spend my time if I'm gonna do what's best for me academically emotionally physically you know like I know in one of my classes in my class required by the university called university 101 every freshman has to take it every new student I think is required to go through the class I was required to go to an event and sign up for multiple things on campus to do within my first week of I don't even think we had started classes yet Um, and at the time it was really fun and then throughout my semester I was really trying to squeeze time for these little events that I wasn't necessarily super involved in or wanted to do but for my class I was required to be in it so it was another like added stressor and like with all these stresses it's hard to even make time for yourself or time to hang out with your friends which honestly is one, something that students need more than anything is just to be able to relax and just be able to think without being so stressed out about oh I have this paper coming up or this final it's just like college is just it you don't realize how hard it is until you're there. Mm-hmm. And there's, yes, there's resources that can help you with like counselors and the success center, but it's so hard to like just grasp how much you're struggling mm-hmm. until you're pretty much at rock bottom. And at the weekends, like it's that's the time you're supposed to be rejuvenating, and all the teachers are like, have fun on your weekend, but remember you have this paper due on Monday and a test on Tuesday, and they don't realize that all the other teachers are saying the same exact things. So mm-hmm. we basically have Friday night to de-stress, and a lot of Friday night is looking at your calendar and looking at your homework and looking at your planner and deciding, all right, well, Saturday morning I'm waking up and doing this. After breakfast I have to finish this. Maybe I'll go and get lunch with my friends or get my nails done on Saturday night I can go out but Saturday day the entire time Friday night and the rest of Sunday I have to study for my two exams next week I have to finish writing my three-page paper and it's it's a lot to think about like you're cramming it all into those days and you're even doing it on the weekdays that you have in-class assignments and classes for the next day that you have to prepare for And I know it's also, like, throughout the decades, I think it gets harder for students because, my like, talking to my parents, for example, they both got four-year degrees at smaller colleges. And, first of all, they didn't have to pay nearly as much as we do now um, 
for just for a basic degree. They didn't have to pay nearly as much. And they both got like basic degrees, I guess, quote unquote. My mom majored in English. My dad majored in, in business. And those two majors, without going more in depth into it, they didn't, you know, they didn't really go anywhere else with it. They just kind of went to college and then went into the workforce unrelated. But they also, when they were getting those degrees, didn't have as much stress as we do. I, I mean, my parents in particular weren't as involved in school either. They didn't have as many activities, but just like their course loads in general, from what they've described to me, weren't as crazy as what I see today with all my friends and with myself. So I think it's a really interesting development, like how how much and development I there's been. I yeah, guess. I don't really understand why there's been such a big change. I mean, we have more technology to get our information from. I feel like our schools have been kind of pushing more researches or res resources for the students, like giving, like the universities are really trying to give the students more resources and more things to de-stress and um, kind of take the workload off. But I feel like having those activities, seeing that stuff, like, wow, should I be stressed right now? And it gives me a little more anxiety. Like, mm -hmm. I guess I really do need to start like trying or I see my, the upperclassmen like well I'm doing this this that and this and they are taking less classes but it doesn't really kind of like register in my head like wow I really should be more involved in whichever activity I feel like I should be in there's just so much going on that it's hard like coming up like getting all your gen eds getting all of your classes away and still being part of your school feeling like you're getting the entire college experience mm -hmm. yeah and you see all these kids doing like student government and like any type of organizations and you're like wow they really have a leg up especially if they're in your like field so basically if they see if a, an employer sees someone with all these extracurriculars and more leadership experience more time like more than likely they're going to choose that student over someone that has nothing really going for them except for like my core classes I did those and good grades and they're yeah. really doing all that they can like a, people can't not everybody can force every little thing into their schedule like some people are just flat out more organized and are able to take a larger work workload than other people and mm -hmm. it's it's hard to base qualifications over what you are able to do within four years yeah i don't know personally my mom didn't go to college and she's always been like you're going to college because like she wants better for me than what she has like yeah she has a job that's it's steady and she's like basically been promoted through the whole like entire system but she's pushed me so hard, and she's always like, why aren't you in this? Or why aren't you joining that organization? And it's mainly because, like, she doesn't know how hard it is because she never went through it. But, like, there's just a lot of pressures from not even just your school but your family and, like, your desire to be able to be successful in life. It's just – it's really hard. And I know the thing that frustrates me the most is I have one of my friends from my high school that is attending – um, the same university as I am and my parents are like why aren't you doing what she's doing or how come she got this and you didn't and um, being a part of the honors 
program, I feel like all three of us have higher expectations and our classes are more difficult. Like some of my friends are like, oh yeah, we get to use our phones on the test or it's an open book test. And like, no, I actually have to write strictly lecture notes and figure out everything by myself. So even within the same general education courses or um, different sociology classes, the professors are different. So it really depends on who you have as well and what you're attending, what what you're going to, like what classes you're actually going to. Because there's a great variety and different teaching structures of professors. I mean, some, some of them don't have, English isn't their first language, so you really have to pay attention to that as well. Like it's all on a personal level. And some people find that their college is really easy because they they get the easy route and then they are able to take those little extracurriculars and some people really try to push themselves and find themselves in a deep hole that they can't get out of. Especially being in computer science, like most of our professors here are are not from this country originally, so it's difficult to understand exactly what they're saying at times. But then like the upperclassmen in the field are like, hey, C's get degrees. And it's like, no, I really don't want to see, like, that's not what I'm used to. I don't, like, I'm paying for this education not to get a C, but to do, like, my best work. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, those grades are so important to people. That transcript is, like, basically your trophy. And if it's not, like... Yeah, that letter is yeah. what makes or breaks you. And if it's not at, like, the top of your game, then, like, it it's just scary well and plus the the c's get degrees thing drives me crazy because i feel like a lot of people the people that believe in that aren't the people that are trying to push themselves further and that know what they're doing with their lives if you know what i mean because like i've known what i want to do for a long time and i know that c's won't get the kind of degree that i want it'll get me my basic degree but it's not going to get me into grad school it's not going to get me that better future for myself that i'm trying so hard to achieve because to, like, to go to grad school, I feel like sometimes people don't think about this as much as they should. You can't just go to grad school. Like, you have to have a good GPA. You have to be involved in things. You have to put yourself out there. You have to really try. And there's like, a lot of, there's <laughs> not a lot of big scholarships that'll help you pay no. completely for your grad school. Unless like, you become, a like, of, a GA or a TA. Yeah. A lot of us are getting a decent amount of money through our scholarships for undergrad and our sports. But if you're going to grad school, like. It's a whole different thing. It's a whole new level. And plus, like, even that now in the U.S. with this tax bill they're they're trying to pass that they're, like, working on right now, that is going to become, like, taxable income if you're a GA or a TA. They want to be able to tax you for that and take it away from you. So, really, you have to pay even more money than you would. So, it's not helpful. Like, (laughs) why would you – we already can't pay for it. That's why we get these jobs to help us take care of it, and then you're just going to take it right back away. So and then you get into the whole like when Bernie Sanders was trying to like make college fr- basically free for students mm-hmm. just because he realized how important it is for a student to get a good ed- education in order to get a good job and like prepare themselves for the future and that was like really the first hope that college students had towards being able to just go and not have to worry about all the debt they would have after the fact and now you just see it kind of after that election everything just kind of crashed you're still paying more for the same education that you would have been getting 40 years ago mm-hmm. yes the technology is different but that's because of the times it's not really because of anything that has changed the way we teach 
Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of us, we're still kind of clinging on to that hope. Like, w- once we get out of here, I mean, college is the best four years of your life, says anonymous a million times. But while you're in it, you don't really understand that, like, you really are making these good connections and you are making friendships that are going to last a long time and tons of good memories. I mean, I know I'm stressed out. I know my classes are like, wow, I'm (laughs) actually having to work for the first time in my life. Mm -hmm. But that little hope that we had at our election kind of makes me think, like, maybe this is worth it and I just need to get my butt in gear and just keep trucking well you know like in the u.s we pay so much money but in other countries college basically is free mm-hmm. so why why do we have this kind of like disconnect why do we pay thousands and thousands of dollars but other people can just like walk in and be like okay i'm here now free of charge done got my free degree yay unfortunately like a lot of colleges in the u.s are basically just businesses Mm -hmm. they just want to rake in all this money in order to pay their professors or like make their facilities better but in the end we're the ones that are getting hurt yes we're getting that education that we're paying for but there's so much money that we're just spilling out that like none of us can really afford a lot of universities do have enough money that they can lower tuition like they can they can cut their prices in half, like allow their students to come here for so much less. But I feel like whenever people are looking at colleges, they kind of base it like, wow, your college costs $60,000. Like you must really know what you're doing. Like, you're yeah. like oh, there's a f- you're, this college is 15,000 a year. Where is that gonna get me? Like a lot of students don't wanna pay a lot for college, but they think that paying this much will get you this much more education. I I know I saw when I was applying to colleges, the colleges that cost more offer you the most money in scholarships, even though, like, it doesn't account, like, for any other extras that you would have to pay for, like, room and board. Mm -hmm. They try to act like they're giving you so much to come to their college, but in reality, you're still going to be, like, end up paying ten times more than you would at, like, a community college. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, you could honestly make that tuition so much less and you would have more people coming to your school, but then they're like, we want the best of the best. But mm-hmm. it's really the people that have the most money. Well, and even like the difference between state and private schools is so crazy because before I decided that I was coming to McKendree, which is a private university, I was looking at a state school in the state that I live in, which is Missouri. And just going there was you know, probably about the same as McKendree costs. But uh, they wouldn't offer me nearly as much scholarship money as McKendry did. Like, they offer me maybe a couple grand a year. And here I get several thousand a year. And my, my tuition is less than half of what it's actually supposed to be. So why, there's such a huge gap there because of like, the federal steady. funding. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, in New York State, I know personally, like, our governor – has made it so that if you go to a SUNY school, which is a local college, and, like, there's a few of them in our state, if you go there, your tuition is free. You just have to live in, live in the state for five years after you finish college and work in a New York company. So it's, like... And that's kind of interesting, like, pay- paying your city back for... Yeah, basically, hmm. this, like, education is a state... Poli- mm-hmm. Like, th- they have state policies for it, so it's just 
it depends on where you are but with everything going on and all these discrepancies in like each individual state like it's just hard to be optimistic it's hard to like know exactly what you're gonna do and it's just we're forced into this you need to know you mm-hmm. need to know but like, like after you turn 18 where's your life going yeah i think while we're in it it's really difficult to be optimistic but we're excited for what we can do like we we know we're pushing ourselves for something we a lot of us don't know what that something is yet but i think we just want to get there like i'm Mm -hmm. hopeful that with everything like all the work i'm putting into this and all like like crying at three o'clock in the morning (laughs) because i have a paper due in two hours it's just like i'm hoping that with everything i'm doing that i can be successful in the future and be in the, like the field that I want to be in because that's the most important thing to me is like just loving what I do. We just want to be the best individuals that our individual self can 